There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, it's the FD. Hey, welcome everybody back to another episode with me as always is the king, the legend, the master of the game, the Aaron Ramsdale of five-a-side football at eight to nine at Hearthstone Park. It is Benu Suelinho de Jesus Bensal. Thank you for the intro. I was just literally scrolling through my phone to make sure I remembered the nickname. <laughs> yes. We gave that to you today, didn't we? That's I say honestly we. the greatest nickname ever. Me and you. Was it Benu Suelinho de Jesus? Benu Suelinho. 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 De Jesus. De Jesus. Nice. I like that. Yeah, man. I like that. We do. That's what I'm going to put on a show. I'm going to get a Brazilian shirt for you because I decided that that would be your name if you were Brazilian and a goalkeeper. I can't believe I've got to wait till bloody VARs for it now. It's ridiculous. I know, and yeah, that's going to be your VARs present. So um... it's annoying as well that I said VARs without even fucking thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it genuinely just came out as so disappointing. <laughs> that's good, man. No, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed that earlier. Um, but yeah, I am actually going to buy you the Brazilian T-shirt, and I'm going to put Suelinho on the back. I'd love, I genuinely would love that. I'd wear it I'm going to do that man. once a month. Huh? I'd probably wear it to football once a month. Once, oh, it would be that it would mean that much to you that you'd wear it to football once a month. Yeah, I think so. Maybe twice a month if you're lucky. I might. I want to get you the one like I don't know. I could do it like bright green, with like the shoulder pads. I don't need that. Elbow that's pads. Okay. Yeah, I say that's that's also an elbow, not a shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hit my I elbow into shoulder. You know, <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, we're actually doing it on teams today because, as you can probably hear from our voices, we're ill. We have both got man flu bad. I think Will came off a lot worse than I did, though, this weekend. Oh, man, it was horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. There must be like a... I think there's a norovirus sickness stomach bug going around. And 
Wow, did I catch it. Oh, my God. So, um, you poor guy. Poor guy. I know. And, and I know she listens. And so I'm going to put in, you know, a little sort of thing of she looked after me very, very well, did Selge. Like, she was sick bucket clearer. She, by the way, where are you sick? What do you mean, where am I sick? You know, if you're like feeling a bit ill or a bit sick, maybe you've had a too, few too many sherries or whatever. Where yeah. do you go to be sick? Well, go to the toilet like any normal human. All right, okay, yeah, yeah. But what about like if you literally can't move? What do you mean if I can't move? I'd, I'd always, move. you know, if, if you're I'm in... going to be sick, no. If I'm sick, I need to go to the toilet. I can't be sick anywhere else. Oh, is it? Okay, so it's literally don't care going to the toilet and I've yeah. up. Yeah. Okay, All right, so I couldn't move. Like literally, I was. She's that bad. I didn't realize you were that you bad. You hear me? I couldn't move. Like Selge, mate. Right, she was saying to me, "Sit up, sit up." Because like, I had like the bowl rested under my chin. Oh By the way, it's like, God, a, a, like a salad bowl. So if you ha- if you have salad around my house, be very careful. <laughs> That's <disgusting>. the <laughs> I'm not going to choose in the summer for a barbecue. No, you know, no, oh, do you want some salad? Well, I'll say I'm not going to eat fucking salad anyway. But yeah, I was going to say yeah. Look, who I'm talking to. We've got no worries there. Um, <laughs> yeah, just give me like four burgers. You're like, I've got a really nice bowl for you. I'm like, shut up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bowl full of cheese. Oh, I'll be tempted. But so, so where I was puking into this salad bowl, right? I, I'm there, and and it's getting quite, it's getting quite full. Oh, is, mate, I feel <laughs> sick already. I think we need to just <laughs> my, do like a health warning to the listeners today because this is absolutely <laughs> grim. But my beard was like dripping in it. Oh, 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 mate, you are so, disgusting. So Selge chucks tissue at me and goes, clean your beard up. Like I was a cheap hooker. Like, clean yourself up and fuck off. <laughs> Do you know what? After the way you just described it, I can't blame her. <laughs> no, I think you're lucky no. she even did that, to be honest with you. I know. And apparently I'm allowed sicker as well. So, oh, you know. that's even worse. Hang on, allowed sicker? <laughs> yeah, apparently I puke very loud. I love that terminology. Yeah. I tell the lads at football tonight, do you know Will's a really loud sicker? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. Callum will be like, yeah, I know. I'm like, how do you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was laid up in bed all day Friday. We'd booked to go to the Lion King and couldn't do that. I had my sister's birthday yesterday meal, which I had to miss because I didn't want to pass it on to anyone. Yeah. So my weekend was just absolute dog shit. Oh, I'm sorry to hear, mate. Yeah. yeah. How you doing? How you doing, with G? Yeah, I'm. I'm alright. I'm not as bad as you. I wasn't sick. What well, I was sick on Thursday night, but only like marginal amounts. I wasn't filling up fucking salad bowls full of sick <laughs> really loudly, <laughs> dripping down my. There wasn't. There wasn't beard, more than so. one. So there's not like a line of salad bowls <laughs> <laughs> filled with a few. <laughs> just like where's Will? Just follow the salad bowls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, I wasn't anything as bad as you, but. It kind of hit me sort of Monday night after football. I was feeling a bit crap. I'll just put it down to obviously playing in the rain and stuff. I was freezing cold or whatever. Um, and I played Wednesday and I was okay. Well, I played Wednesday night as well. Oh, and it wasn't yeah, so bad. Yeah. But when I got home sort of Wednesday, I thought, God, I feel a bit rough. And then that whole night, I was just awful. Absolutely awful. And then Thursday, I felt crap. And it was Thursday night. It really hit me more than anything, I think. Sort of thir- well, Thursday afternoon for me. I just went to bed. Mm. I went to bed about half four, I think, five o'clock. 
and just dozed, watched bits of the Arsenal game as when I was awake, and then woke up Friday morning about half past eight. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know what I'm like, I don't really wow, sleep wow, too wow. often, so when I get that, I was like, oh my God, I must be ill. Yeah. Pretty much on death's door at that point. Pretty much, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, Did you get up to much of the weekend, or was literally your week I went to another zoo this weekend. Went to a different zoo this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah, we went to Wingham this weekend. Mate, Wingham is absolutely brilliant. Wingham is the best. Yeah, 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 100%. So many different animals. Where was your boomerang of, like, the giraffes? Oh, well, after the stick you gave me last week, I decided not to do that. (laughs) Did you actually? No, I just didn't didn't take any. (laughs) I I was still feeling crap. I was, like, just feeling a bit, uh, it's like a walking zombie. So I was, I was like, going to say, don't, don't let care. me giving you shit stop you from doing stuff. Mate, as if that would ever, that would probably encourage me to do it more. Just yeah, to true, you true. To moan about, because you do like to have a whinge. But yeah, that's that's my week, really. That's kind of Yeah, it's been a bit rough, isn't it? Much. Uh, it's maybe been a bit rough. Maybe this week could be the week of things that happen. What, this week? It could be. I mean, there's been a lot what? happening in the news, that's for sure. What happened? What's going on with your hands? You're never handsy. Well, it's because like, we're on team. That's just... why. We're on video. I feel like I have to express myself more. Yeah. I like it. I say, I, I won't do any energy there. I'll just sit here sounding like, oh, I don't feel well. I don't want to be on the podcast. But well, okay. So that, you just leave that it. for when you are well. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Um, did, you, uh, did you see the breaking news last week? The breaking news. Breaking news. Watford have sacked another manager. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Also, breaking news. Breaking Barcelona news. been caught cheating again. <gasps> what? Yeah. Massive corruption. Massive. Do you know what? I knew Full this was going to happen. Scale corruption. But yeah, it was Barcelona. always going to be this way. Always going to be this way. Go on. Tell the listeners what do you what's mean? Happened. Hang on, what do you mean it was always going to be this way? Well, just when it comes from you, this sort of news is always going to be done. It's a done deal. This is what's happened. It's all it's all illegitimate. It's all corruption. <laughs> it's all blah, 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 blah. If it was Real Madrid, it would be like, well, you know, we have to take a levelled approach to this sort of stuff. Absolutely, you do. You do. But when you're Barcelona and you've been caught cheating... A hundred thousand times in the last year or two, you've still played oh, name every one. rule. Hmm? Name one time they've cheated. Um, the fact they were signing players when they were under a transfer embargo, and they're still signing players. They're signing well, players they when that? they can't because they just broke all the rules and didn't care. They're spending more money than they make, which is against financial fair play rules and La Liga rules. But they kept going. They kept because signing they were all these players it work. Yeah. because they're just making shit up. They literally just make illegitimate companies up. Honestly, I hate them so much. But they've now been caught paying off referees since, I think, 2003? 2001. Oh, that makes it even better. You're making sweeping statements here. And we know what we've said about sweeping statements in the past because you've said that they... You've said a lot of stuff there that could potentially land you in really hot water, man. It could. Be, I just, but I just want to, on uh, this note, distance myself from what Ben has said. If there's any financial no, repercussions to be had, I represent the Football Drop podcast wholly and wholeheartedly. <laughs> but no, so they're basically they've been. <laughs> yeah, all right. Sweeping statements, I admit. It just they they just rile me up so much because 
There's always an excuse. There's always a reason. They're always doing some sort of underhand tactic, and it's all unraveling now. So they've been caught. Was it six or seven million pounds worth of paying off? I can't remember if it's referees or like the head of the referees or something like that paying into the companies that he runs or something. And then I oh, but it was all set around sort of big games and decisions where a bit more lenient toward Barcelona during those matches. Tell me that's not corruption, Will. Please, please defend the club that you love so much. You definitely get a semi every time someone mentions them in in a good way. It's not quite like that. but It bloody feels it, I'm not going to lie. It bloody feels it. There's been no accusations of any favoured behaviour. There has been money going to an account linked to the head of vice head of referees in spain for training purposes yeah that that normally happens absolutely legitimate there's nothing there's nothing ever been reported on other than maybe by real madrid supporters that they've actually that there's actually been any wrongdoing it's under question questioning okay so that yeah now the point is, if there is underhand tactics and there has been um, favourable decisions gone to Barcelona... <coughs> 2006 um, UCL. Then automatically Arsenal are Champions League winners. Yeah. We just, you know, let's Love just it. clarify that. And and actually, if they if they are found not guilty, I think we should probably just do that anyway. Um, <coughs> but in all, all, in, in all seriousness, I, I think... Um, but yeah, it, it does. It does not look good for um, the previous Barcelona directors, presidents, or whatever they're called, who are being, um, yeah, spoken to by mm, investigators. Yes. So watch this space. Watch it unfold. We'll uh, probably post some updates. Well, I say we. I will definitely be posting any update I find across all of our socials that slate against them in Barcelona. any way possible. So basically, if it's against Barcelona, we know you've done it. And if it's for Barcelona, I've probably done it. Yeah, there's there's no probably because you love Barcelona. I don't. I wouldn't say I love. Mate, I'm not. I don't love them. Barcelona all like them. I love Schalke or Werder Bremen. More. You love Barcelona more than them. Yeah. Yeah, I said that. I said that. Um, what else has been happening in the news this week then, Will? What have you seen? Um, well, I'm pausing here. Did you watch anything uh, different on Saturday night or Sunday morning? And this is why I was pausing. If you would have given me a second to link in, this is what probably what you may have heard. Saturday night. Oh, is the question? Yeah, that was me pretending to be a crowd. Uh, there was oh, no, okay. uh, there was no match of the day commentators, was there? Garrett, they pissed Garrett in across, didn't they? And then everybody then turned and went, yeah, no, mass walkout. You didn't hear nothing. Brilliant. They cancelled final score. They cancelled football focus. They cancelled uh, match of the day as as the format that it stands in and just put in Premier League highlights what a shit show see I didn't watch it just out of principle but I know you did 
Um, mm. Where do you where do you stand on his comments? Okay, so I don't want to get too want, political here. Yeah, I'm going to get yeah, political. Forte, so what, but the issue that, as I see it, was that he said that the way the British government were talking was reminiscent of 1930s Germany. That's the that's, that's the issue, right? Yes. Listening to historians, people who are currently living in Germany and and have an interest in that sort of rhetoric, they are telling me that that is the kind of language that was used in 1930s Germany. So he's technically factually correct. I think the issue, and I mean, I, I've got I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to 1930s, 1940s Germany as well, to be honest, but I, I've... I, uh, so I could kind of see what he was saying, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, that kind of, I see what he means." But the laws of the BBC, until you know, if we fast forward today, then maybe not. But the laws of the BBC then <laughs> were: <laughs> you can't have uh, a political view either side, unless, of course, you're the person running the BBC and you want to fund Boris Johnson hundreds of thousands of pounds to run for prime minister <laughs> other than that's okay but you can't talk about the government in any way yeah it's just bbc corruption simple as that they just make it up for themselves to however it's going to benefit them as an organization um but i i think my viewpoint on his sort of comments is i get he's quite outspoken that's fair enough you do what you want to do sort of thing but because he's not a direct employee of BBC, he's freelance. He's freelance, he? yeah. So they can't stop him doing anything. If they don't like it, all right, see you later. That's what he's done. But obviously today it's now come out and they've said, oh, no, no, um, yeah, Gary Lineker's coming back now. He's going to, you know, go back to his normal duties, blah, blah, blah. It's because they were screwed. Mm. They were absolutely screwed because everyone was like, no, we're not doing it. Literally, well... Not not literally everyone. There were two people who got quite thirsty. Uh, yes, me and you. They did, didn't they, William? Yes, they did. Hey, if there's an opportunity, a, 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 mate, I said to you, if match of the day call and say, do you boys want to host? What would you have said? I would have said, let me get back to you. We need to phone Will and get all excited and giddy like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I would put it on mute, jump up, up and down, probably shed a tear. Start crying on Laura. I'm like, oh my God, it's happened. We finally got famous. <laughs> and then get taken off air after after about 20 minutes because I've probably sworn four times accidentally. Yeah. And you've still got a bit yeah. sick on your beard, so. Oh, mate, I'd have made it. I would have made it. Yeah, we would have We would have found a way. We would have found a way. Um, but yeah, proves my point there. Thank you for that. Yeah, um, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they were really screwed because everybody else is kind of freelance and does what they want to do and decided that they're not going to show up. But but I think they've just they're reviewing their social media policies, aren't they? Yeah. The BBC. They don't want to make themselves look like dicks, but Again. they also look like dicks. They really do. They really do. Um, a real sort of surprising one that came out of nowhere for me was the Burnley transfer embargo hit yesterday. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's going to worry them too much, is it? I don't think there's anything to worry about if you're a Burnley fan. But no, I yeah. mean, they came out very quickly to just say, no, no, we know this was happening. 
you know, we've unfortunately made a mistake with our accounts. They changed auditors or something. They filed something late, blah, 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 blah. But, um, yeah, they don't seem that concerned by it. No. There's no sort of panic like the Man City thing and Barcelona stuff that comes out. There's no sort of panic or drama that seems to sort of unfold out of it. It seems very, yeah, yeah, we know. Whoops, we, we copped up. Well, it seems like a legitimate reason, doesn't it? You, it is the worry, though. You know, they are, what, 13 points clear at the top of the championship, absolutely storming it. Yeah. I think they're 16 points above Middlesbrough in second. Uh, in third, sorry. So, um, yeah, I, don't, I think that's probably their only worry of shit. But I don't think there's anything to worry about. Yeah, they've got a 10-point uh, deduction. They're still top. <laughs> it's all good. It's exactly, all yeah, exactly, yeah. So... Um, and a bit of a, a random one that I saw today, which was I, I feel for the guy quite a lot, is over the weekend, the uh, the Bradford goalie. I don't know if you saw this clip at all. Yeah. Um, the ball's come, obviously, I think someone's like done a miss pass or whatever, and he's just picked it up. But he's about four or five yards outside of the uh, the, the goalie area. Because Did he get sent off? No, he just got a yellow, because obviously common sense prevailed. It should be, letter of the law, that's a red card. And I think that's what's yeah, caused that uproar. Yeah, that's why. But if you watch the clip, honestly, you could see his face is like, oh, my God, what have I done? Because you can see these lines almost clear as day from the rugby markings because they share yeah. a ground. You could see genuinely like, oh, my God, what the hell? I don't mm. know where I stand with it because that should be a red. But you should it, know your area. But it's not got a semicircle. He didn't see a semicircle within the edge of his box to say, well, that's where I am. So well, he's obviously he stood next that. to it. Well, no, he's gone further ahead of that. That's what I mean. Yeah. No, no, not for, no. He was next to the semicircle, but he should know where he is then. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's. But the I problem, do feel for him because honestly, you could see his face was like, "Oh my god, I'm, this is going to be over YouTube for the next thirty years." Oh my god. Yeah. And we made a <laughs> meme out of this for a long time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I do feel. For it him. was a funny one because he's gone past two. He's gone past his his solid white line of his sort of six yard box, and he's gone outside the the solid. Um, sort of bot, uh, other box, yeah. And then, and then there's like a, it's quite a faint line, isn't it? It's not a solid line. Well, I don't know. It's clearer than what you normally. It think. is clear, yeah. But yeah, it's just what a bizarre it is thing strange to happen, one, isn't it? Yeah, really bizarre. But yeah, I just found that really funny. It's just a nice little, uh, nice little clip to to end the news on. Oh, we end ending. Is there anything else? Any more news? The news. Well, there's breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah. No, that's it. I ain't got anything else. Oh, wicked. Cool. Hi, guys. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you don't miss a thing. How could you? Instagram is at Football Drop Podcast. Twitter is at Football Drop Pod. Thanks, Will, for that. Or just search us on Facebook, Football Drop Podcast. I do feel like we need to go on a bit of a jet set. You know, yeah, we're taking been a me? bit crap. It's been a bit rainy last week. We had a bit of snow. The wind has been abysmal. The wind has been yeah. The wind has been awful. Um, so I feel like we need to go somewhere slightly hotter, better climate. Do you know anywhere? Have you got a friend anywhere? I quite I like Italy. Yeah. Do you like Italy? I like Italy. Should we should we phone a friend? Let's phone a friend. Should we see if he's available? 
he's always available for you. All right, let's try it. Guillermo, is that you? Guillermo. Guillermo. How's it going? Yeah, good. How are you? Cracking. Should we get into it? Let's go. Should we do the world's news, but just in a small half of small part of Europe? Can do. Sweet. Should we start with Spezia beating Inter? No. On don't... Friday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then Udinese beating Empoli 1-0. Napoli, they did it, didn't they? They only went and beat Atalanta. I knew you was a bit debatable about that one, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I obviously drew 0-0 with uh, Lazio. Uh, Will's hometown, Lecce, lost to Torino. 2-0. Don't know what happened there. Fiorentina beat Criminese 2-0. Verona beat... Oh, no, they didn't. They drew with Monza 1-1. Sassulu. Sassulu 4. Roma 3. And that was a that was a late Gigi Wijnaldum to get to get the third. So, yeah, good good win there for... Sassulu, um, and then Juventus beat Sampdoria 4-2, and then you've got um, AC against Salernitana this evening. Um, so Sampdoria, Cremonese on 12 points, and Verona on 19, and Spezia, massive, massive three points that was, to be fair to them, because they are now five points above Verona, um, and then Napoli are just 18 points clear of Inter. Wow. I don't know if you can hear anything in the background. No. No? We're good. Cool. I have my window cleaner cleaning my windows right <laughs> by my face. Um, so I wasn't sure. It's nice to know but we're that good. they still have them in Italy. They have uh, window cleaners. They do, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Otherwise, who's going to clean the windows? Um, okay. Not off-put at all. Uh, so <laughs> Bochum beat Köln 2-0. Leipzig beat Mottum Gladbach 3 0. Massive result. I love the Bundesliga, man. Mate. It's goals galore, by... isn't it? It is goals galore. Are you ready for this one? Bayern 5, Augsburg 3. Wow. Can... Cancelo scored his first goal for them. Um, yeah, absolute scenes at the Allianz Arena. Uh, Her the Mains 1 1. Frankfurt Stuttgart 1 1. Schalke, massive, massive draw at home to Dortmund, 2-2, which does Whoa. put Bayern back on top. But a huge result for our boys at Schalke. Um, Freiburg beat Hoffenheim, 2-1. Freiburg doing good things down there. Uh, Leverkusen, unfortunately, got a 3-2 win over the legends that are Werder Bremen. Oh, um, no. I know. And Wolfsburg drew 1-1 with Union Berlin, which so a lot of people, a lot of teams dropping points around the top there. So that's Bayern, two points clear now at the top of the table from Dortmund. Leipzig uh, in third on 45 points along with Berlin and Freiburg. So all to play for at the top of the league there. Um, But you can see Bayern and Dortmund just starting to slip away. Um, Schalke, they're one point away from Herder, who are in 15th, um, and Stuttgart on the same amount of points as them as well in 16th place. Shall we go to the best? Let's go to the best. Best of the best. 
go to the best. Barcelona, oh. one. Bilbao, nil. Rafinha, good goal that. Um, but yeah, they got they got quite lucky there. Villarreal drew one one with Betis. Sevilla two one again winners against Almeria. Uh, Mallorca drew with Sociedad one one. Valencia beat. Uh, Osasuna 1-0 Celta Vigo massive 3-0 win against Vallecano oh, wow where'd that come from where did that come from that's what I was going to ask you probably from their players I'd imagine yeah probably uh, Elche beat Valladolid no they didn't they <laughs> <laughs> drew 1-0 <laughs> you are shocking today absolutely shocking it's really bad because I, I I I do check the results over the course of the weekend and then I just have them in front of me. Um, so what you're saying is you I, can't I, read the result correct? No, no, no. I read one one, said the names, forgot. <laughs> Mental. Wow. So you thought, do you know what? I'll just take a stab at what it was. <laughs> I'll just take a, I mean, yeah. Real Madrid beat España. Espanya. 3-1. That's good. And Cadiz and Getafe drew 2-2. So, yeah, big things going on there. You've got Girona and Atletico going to kick off later on today. Uh, but Barcelona are top. Um, nine points clear. That, I think that's theirs. That's that's theirs now, isn't it? You know, you go nine points clear. Not really going to catch up on that, are you? 20 points ahead of um, Atletico Madrid in third place. Wow. It's just a Barcelona Real show, isn't it, really? Uh, and then down the bottom, as I know you like to go, uh, Getafe and Valencia are on the same amount of points in 17th and 18th. Almeria are on 25 points. Elche, or relegation Shea, uh, are bottom of the table. Absolutely no chance. They're basically in Norwich. Oh, um, that is a sweeping statement. We don't like that on this podcast, do we? And Brest, yeah, but Bologna is no, no, he's he's, he's a freelance. I'm a freelancer, aren't I? So uh, okay. you try and get rid of me, you'll have no listeners, mate. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, Gee, I apologise. The uh, so Brest lost to PSG two one, and Mbappe with a ninety minute winner. Oh, that's disappointing. Disappointing that. I thought Brest might na- nick something out of that and nab a point. Yeah, you thought Brest might knack a point and nip a point. Yep, I definitely did. What a shame. So we've uh, we've got a bit of a, a special segment today. So I've been trying to get someone on, uh, well, I, I guess not someone on, someone to return back onto the podcast. He, did, he hasn't appeared since Series 2. Um, but unfortunately, he made a few sort of lame excuses that he couldn't come on. Um, one that he was he was selling a bed and his friend's cousin's dog needed a van to drive it or something, uh, but then the cat got stuck in a tree that he had to call the fire brigade and it was just an absolute nightmare. Um, but we finally actually got a Spurs fan on, so we have got Gavin Horton returning to the show. Welcome, mate. Hello, mate. Thank you. How are you? They're all absolute facts as well, though. <laughs> There's no excuse there. I mean, it's actually something about your podcast. Every time you book me on, I'm ill. You are. I mean, you can just join join the the, the clan. Luckily, the clan yeah. <clears throat> Luckily, you're on teams today. Otherwise, I'm not sure you've been coming either. But yeah, so you also blame. Yeah, I mean, I blame Will. I always blame Will for stuff. Yeah, why not? Fuck he it. looks happy to take the blame. He does. He, he takes it on the chin. I take it well. Just like he's sick. Loves it. Yeah. But no, yeah, thanks very much for having me back. 
No, my pleasure. It's been a long time. How have you been? How have you been? As a Spurs fan? No, as a person. We'll take away the Spurs fan for a minute or two. I think we we had a a conversation of probably, what was it, three weeks ago? I was fairly upbeat, (laughs) saying, you know, this and that, this and that. And ever since that conversation's happened, um, it's just gone downhill, really. I think it was after Sorry. that conversation you were like, yeah, Joe, you know what? I will come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. You always, you always book me on after North London derbies as well. So I'm just like, absolutely not. <laughs> Am I coming on today? <laughs> well, the worst was on Wednesday, obviously, when we got knocked out of Champions League. I was in the players' lounge. That was not was the it? place. Yeah, it was not the place for a proper fan to have been after that performance. I so I had, be, I had to be calmed down pretty quickly so how'd you get in the players it? lounge yeah let's go yeah tell us oh, the whole story you, you know will it. said about my cousin's friend's dog he um <clears throat> knows one of the players so yeah my cousin's friend dog got us tickets and <laughs> off we went up to the game and uh yeah sat in the players lounge ben davies so what's the players Davies. lounge exactly what's is it the players that are obviously not playing? Do they go there before the game, after the game? It's for their friend. It's for their friends and their family members, basically. So once they've come out of the seats that they sit in, they've got somewhere to go and sit and chill in the stadium whilst the players are obviously getting changed and crying and <laughs> then putting on their track suits and they come out. Obviously, the big ones like Harry, Sonny, um, I've been in there twice and we've yet to see them. I don't. I think they've got boxes. So their, their, their friends and family sit up in a box up in the stadium somewhere and they go up there. But um, but no, met quite a few players. It, it, it is good. It's quite, it's quite fun. It's nothing fancy, though. It's a little lounge with a little fridge in and some snacks and a hot chocolate machine, basically. <laughs> Great. And you got to meet though. the players in the, in the players' a lounge few, after the game? So after that game, um, they all went on home. Wednesday, it was... <laughs> so Davinson, um, Sanchez... Um, Kulisevsky, Dan Juma, who I feel really sorry for, he hasn't seen a blade of grass for months. Um, ben Davies. Um, and then we actually, on, on our way out, bumped into Hugo Lloris, who made him open the door for us. Didn't realise who it was, obviously, until the door opened and he was standing there because he wasn't in any Spurs tracksuit or anything. He's obviously out injured. So, um, wow. But no. Nice experience, but probably not one that you want to have when you've just crashed out the Champions League. Oh, and did you get well, knocked out? Yeah, you might not have known, Will, but uh, yeah, I didn't. straight out, straight out of Europe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, what was what even worse, we sat in the lounge and they've got these obviously the big tellies around with Sky Sports News, and that's plastered all over <laughs> big yellow banners going all over the place. Tottenham crash out of the Champions League. And then they're, they're plastering all the the newspaper excerpts coming out the next day. Spurs out with a whimper, um, and yeah, so wasn't wasn't fun. And then of course with a night game, you don't get back in till about two o'clock in the morning. No, that's the worst thing about going those sort of midweek and night games. It's like I know Will and I have done it a few times for sort of Europa League, and it kicks off fifteen minutes later as well. Yeah, so you you either have to sort of miss 10 minutes of the game to make sure we get your train back because obviously it just like the queues are horrendous and then you get stuck in stuck at Ashford on the way home and oh, it's just a nightmare yeah so we drive drive to Walthamstow and then either get on a train or we got an Uber 
Ah, oh, fair enough. That's not too bad then. No. That's not too bad. What an experience, though. What an experience. Mm. Yeah. It, I mean, you... it is yeah, very grateful to be able to, to go and do that. It was much better last time. We played West Ham, beat West Ham. And obviously everyone was smiling. But, um, <laughs> yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. That was that was sort of rounded off a week at Spurs, which was um you could tell the atmosphere in the stadium was not not nice. It was one of those. I mean you guys would have experienced that you're not long out of your slumber at the end of the Wenger years and at the beginning of who did you have? Emery and then Arteta. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, at the beginning. So you know what it's like. A player misplaces a pass like Xhaka. I mean, what, what did he have to go through every time he did something wrong, getting booed and whistled at? So that was the thing. Hoiberg did two misplaced passes. And, you know, you could just hear every single groan, every single fed up fan. You know, sometimes you sit there and watch the telly and you're just like, oh, for God's sake, a player that's made a silly mistake or something. And then you just, mm. if you think you're in the stadium and there's 60,000 people all complaining about the same mistake, it's not nice. So what happens with Conte now then? Do you think he goes? Um, he's got to. He has. I don't to. think he I wants don't... to stay, does he? I don't know why he's still there. I mean, I've, I've been, a, I've been sort of a Conte fan up to a certain point, and it's all very well when you're winning to be playing this sort of fairly negative football. Um, but then you sort of you look at the, the team and the squad we've got; it's perfectly capable to control games and be on the front foot and score goals. I mean, what does he want us to do? Go out and buy one of the world's best strikers. I mean, you've, you've got, got one. Yeah. You've got one sat there. And Sonny would, would, you know, would would make pretty much any team, any squad in the Premier League better. Kudazewski. Um, yep. Because, you Kudazewski, know, he's got the tools. He spent the money. Um, he spent more money than, than you guys have, I think, since he's been in. Um and he, he it, it, it looks like they've gone backwards. That's you played AC Milan, who are a very you listen to Italian journalists. I don't watch Italian football, but you listen to the Italian journalists on the radio, and they say this is a very poor AC Milan team, yeah. um, doing yeah. not a lot in the in the Italian league this season. Um, and if I remember rightly, from where I could see it, I saw the goalie make one save, and that was in the 95th minute. And at that point, most people had gone. Mm. And the, the only ones that had stayed had just stayed so they could boo at the end. Um, <laughs> it does feel like a very negative place. But, I mean, the one thing I sort of noticed, obviously I don't really, as you can imagine, being an Arsenal fan, I don't follow Spurs too much. 
But obviously Conte, when he went back home to Italy for the operation, you had, is it Christian Stellini? Is it your assistant? Yeah. Yep. He came in, obviously got a few wins and stuff and kind of got a bit of a bounce going and, and a bit of a, a sort of feel-good factor there. But even in the press conferences, he seemed quite happier, like a lot more happier, a bit more upbeat. As soon as Conte was back, I was watching the interviews on Sky Sports and he just all of a sudden you think, oh, he's back. I don't know whether you yeah, felt the same seems, as a Spurs fan know. or is that just, just me being a bit, you know, over Arsenal bias perhaps? I don't know. But it just felt like a real like negative vibe. That, oh, he's back. Here we go again. Yeah, I mean, Stellini's obviously got his own way of dealing with the press and that. Um, I don't really think much has changed. And funny enough, I mean, you can laugh, but Antonio, Antonio Conte was um, put forward for manager of the month. Yes, I did four see four or that. five games that he missed that Spurs obviously did well enough to be voted manager of the month. And I'm sure, you know, he was at the front as well, as much at the front as he could have been sitting away in Italy um, on a team's call. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. He's got a way of dealing with the press and it all seems, obviously, there's the language barrier, but it seems like he can sort of, I don't know, manipulate his words to always pinpoint blame elsewhere. So it's someone else's fault. And he's very, um, just the other day, he's always said about Jed Spence. He never gave, gave Jed Spence a, a chance. Um, and he's now out on loan at Rennes and playing very well by all accounts. And Dan Juma, I don't, what's the point in hijacking Everton's last minute deal of Dan Juma for him to play, what, 16 minutes against Preston North End in the cup? Yeah, it's ridiculous. He's not played, I think he might have had a few minutes the other week, but he hasn't given him a chance. And it's not like we're creating, we're scoring loads of goals or anything like that. You would have thought he would have tried something. And what he said the other day was quite telling because he always said it about Jed Spence and he said it's a club signing. It was a club signing. It was nothing yeah. to do with me to say, I didn't want him, I'm not going to play him. Um, and that's yeah, just how it feels with Conte. It's either his way or he throws his toys out of the pram like a little mm. kid, doesn't want the toy, not going to play with the toy, toy can go in the bin. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of people have had enough um, with sort of him in general, his press conferences and certainly his style of play. It sounds like you have as well. So he's going. What happens with Harry Kane? I mean, I'd, I'd pack his bags for him. Um, wow, would you? He deserves so much better. I mean, he's, you know, he signed, he sort of shot himself in the foot back when we were doing well. Um and he signed a very long contract. I forget how long it was, five, six, seven years, something like that. So he did shoot himself in the foot there because he was then tied to the club. Um, and a contract is a contract at the, at the end of the day. He would have been allowed to go to Man City if Man City had paid the money um, that Daniel Levy had said. And I think for Harry Kane, it's not... Un and it's that stage in his contract as well where he still had three years left to go, or however, four years maybe, um, 150 million they would have signed him. He would have gone. They would have done the deal. But they weren't offering that. Um, and so we kept him. He's now got one year left on his contract. I'd love him to stay, but if someone comes in and wants to offer the money, then I'd let him go. Can't really hold on to him for too much longer. No, it's, one, 
It's one of those, isn't it, where, you know, if he hadn't signed that contract, what would he have done? Where would he have gone? <coughs> why is he still there? Why hasn't he Why hasn't he left? But, you know, I guess what you're saying about that contract is 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 that very reason. Um, so, we, we, you know, we said about Sonny, we said about uh, Kuzevsky, and we said about Harry Kane. What about Richarlison? What happens with Richarlison? Because I don't know if you know this, you might do. He scored two goals for Tottenham. Both of them were against Forrest. And both of them, he uh, he took his shirt off in celebration. And both of them, he uh, was actually disallowed because he was offside. So what, what what's going wrong with him? What happens? Well, I guess it's, it's, it's another tough one, isn't it? I think with Richarlison, there was a there was a, there was a hope. There was well, there's one I would say actually an expectation, but he would he would contribute this season. Um, he has very little. I mean, he's still. I mean, Everton fans said this. They said like, you hate him until he plays for you, and I think he is still. Whilst you you know, I admit he hasn't got the Premier League goals. He might look like a bit of an idiot from from outside of point of view. But Spurs fans still love him, I think. He puts everything in. And I think he will succeed. And I don't know whether or not there was an element of buying Richarlison, which is a a nod to Harry Kane that, you know, we've got the replacement. He's going to be our, our next striker. You've got this 12 months to sort of bed in. And then Harry Kane's off. I'm sorry, right, have then. I just heard that right? You're comparing Harry Kane to Richarlison right now. Well, no, I'm not comparing. You're not comparing, no. You've bought a striker for replacing... £60 million pounds and your, your, your number nine has got two years left on his contract. But you're essentially replacing Harry Kane with Richarlison. Surely well, the anyone... You can't, you, can't, you, you can't replace Harry Kane, can you? No, of course you can't, but you've got to get someone as close to it as possible. Yeah. I mean... Or, or a youngster that you think can... can, can eventually sort of fill in the gaps. So have you got anyone like that coming through? We're not going to, we're not going to be able to sort of demand the best striker in the world to come and replace Harry Kane. We haven't been been able to get a striker to come and compete with Harry Kane. That's been Spurs' biggest problem for the last few years. You try and sign anyone as a striker to come to Tottenham and they just look at the, just like, well, I'm not really going to play, am I? Harry, as, as long as Harry Kane is fit, he will always play. Yeah. So any striker that would come to Tottenham would have to accept that they're going on the bench for the best part of every game. And that's 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 tough to try and buy someone with that hanging around your neck. So do you think... So we'll say we're in the summer now. Harry Kane's gone. Conte's gone. First question is, do you think you'll play better without Harry Kane there, because other people will you know, potentially step up to the plate and, and try and fill that void. Maybe it's spread more across the team. But secondly, who replaces Conte to get that going? I mean, they're just million-dollar questions, aren't they? I can't... You've got a few names obviously thrown in the hat at the minute. Poch being one, Thomas Tuchel being another. You've got, you got the Tottenham fans like messaging Poch. Tottenham players, sorry, messaging Potts saying, come back. I mean, yeah, I've, I, I read the headline. I did read the headline. I mean, I'm not sure if, how true that is, but um, it, it is a tough one. You, you want someone, like the, the problem that, that Tottenham have got at the minute, Daniel Levy 
as much as I, I will stick up for Daniel Levy, and that might rile a load of Spurs fans, but I will stick up for Tottenham and for Daniel Levy for where Tottenham are as a club, from where he picked them up in the 90s for Benick, um, is obviously financially they're very stable. So that brand new stadium, the brand new training ground, etc. I know the trophies, but I'm sure they will come. Um, you don't know the trophies. He does. He knows the Audi Cup. Sorry? The Audi Cup, Cup, yeah. Into Toto. (laughs) Throwbacks. (laughs) Good point. Alan Nielsen heading in the the goal against Leicester in the 90s. Cracking goal. I think it was the 93rd minute. You don't forget stuff like that as a Spurs fan. I bet you don't. Um, I bet you don't. Don't know. It's... um, we were going bust, you know. We were going bust at the time, so um, a lot of Spurs fans obviously don't can't recall where they were at that point. But it wasn't it wasn't a pretty yeah. place. We 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 deducted a load of points for finance reasons and all sorts. So um, so yeah, to see where they are now is a massive massive thing. Um, and like I always say, you know, there's four trophies up for grabs, and you've got the Man City, Man United, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool. Um, I don't really see anyone else winning any other trophies. It's a tough crowd. You can't win all the time. Um, no, I appreciate but, that. Um, but no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know who comes in and takes over. But like I said, the the fans are now really going against Daniel Levy and Enik. Um So if he gets it wrong again, then it's it's He's done. It's trouble for them. So if who who would you like as a fan? What manager would you like in? Just you only. It doesn't matter who they would go for. Obviously, try and be a, a bit realistic. Kind of like, oh, I want Guardiola's come in or whatever. But who would you want to come in, and who do you think would do a good job for you as a as a Spurs fan? Um, it's it's a straight, it's a hard one because obviously, um, I was a huge Pochettino admirer. I'd love him to come back. I really would. Um, but if he comes back and it doesn't work, it's it's devastating again. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Thomas Tuchel is a bit too, again, defensive. I know Chelsea fans were probably welcoming back right now. But at the time, they were, they were on his back. Um, they weren't happy with the way they were playing. Unless, you know, he didn't have... He wasn't short of funds, was he, to, to repair that squad. Um Mm, true. But he has done well wherever he's been. He did very well with Dortmund. Um, he managed PSG quite well. I know they didn't win the Champions League, but yeah, no one's managed to, to do that final, with them yet. Though, isn't he? The only one to get um, So, yeah, I think either one of those two, I do think either one of those two. I know Luis Enrique, again, has been, um, his name's been, been um, sort of thrown in the hat. But I don't know. I mean, he's not played. He's not actually managed in the Premier League. Um, and I feel they need they need to try and get this one right um, and try and at least have a f- two or three years of playing decent football, challenging in the cups and and the Premier League again, um, just to try and get some of the fans back on side. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, there was another question, I think, Will, that you wanted to ask, wasn't there? Or we no, mate. We all done. We, yeah, covered. Okay. Um, so I'm going to make it a little bit more <laughs> awkward for you then, Gav. Say that again? Uh, I'm going to make it a little bit awkward for you here. Okay. 
how impressed are you with Arsenal this season? Not awkward. Slash how um, annoying. Very impressed. I actually, I didn't get to watch the game yesterday. Um, I, I did play a bit of golf in the morning. Um, had a beer in the clubhouse afterwards and it was on the telly. So I saw little bits and bobs of the first half. Um, but no, you're playing the best football in the league by far. Um, deserve to be where you are. And I just wish you all of the bad luck from here on in. Really. <laughs> um, I'm talking broken legs. Um, you know, it's just anything to derail your season. Because Man City at the minute, whilst they're still sort of clinging on, they are clinging on. Like, you know. Yeah, they are. This, this big juggernaut of the footballing greatness of Guardiola and Man City and sort of getting a drab 1-0 with a penalty against Crystal Palace. Not that threatening, is it, for an Arsenal fan? It's it's not, but at the same time, I think Will and I were speaking about this off-air just uh, while he was obviously waiting for you to join. And But from my side, I'm, I'm quietly more and more confident but I'm not mm. getting carried away until mathematically we win. Because we, as you rightly said, you know, City have have been there. They've done it for so many years now. Guardiola knows what he's doing when it comes to a league title. So yeah. and you're right. They are, they are getting those those sort of drib-drab 1-0 wins and scraping by. But then again, so are we still. So yeah, I I'm think that getting... was it. I mean, because the games are now ticking on. And it was the first time I really sort of looked to the table for maybe a couple of weeks um, yesterday. But I think maybe when it was sort of 20 games played and you were sort of top of the league and maybe eight points or something in it, and then it sort of gets come back down. But, I mean, here we are, nearly 30 games played. Yeah. And you're still there. Yeah. And, I, yeah, I'm, I am getting a bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> Kneel and pray of an evening. Just please, please, don't let Tottenham have such a bad season and let them go on and win it. So... Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping Man City come strong, obviously. Um, and it would be really nice if you came third in a, in a two-horse race, wouldn't it? <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, Man United, total contenders, 16 points behind Arsenal. I see you're yeah. really concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Barely enough yeah. games to claw that I back. I mean, they're, they're, if Tottenham go on a little run, they're in trouble being caught by them. But well, I've got I, Newcastle I don't to worry about. Their shoulder too much. Yeah, Newcastle, I think they did well against Wolves. Wolves, Wolves played well, I thought, in that they game. They did. They did mm. play well. They did play well. Um, I suppose that actually leads us quite nicely into the, the results over the weekend, then, if you guys uh, are up for going through them. Of course. Yeah. Um, so the <laughs> the early kickoff, you never back the early kickoff, do you guys? Never no. back the early kickoff, especially as. <laughs> If what, what is it? If if you if you win nine nil, the next time you play them, the chances are you're not going to win. It's the old adage, that isn't it? You hear that everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Yeah. Tottenham get battered. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was incredible. Um, and some miss. I can't remember who I was talking to, but you don't really. You know, it's not often you see someone miss the target from a penalty. She no. keep a safe penalty. That's... But not that bad either. It looked was... miles away. That was the sort of thing Ben would do, not it? Tottenham supporters saying that. How many times has Harry Kane blast it over the fucking bar? Once. But... There's still one in orbit, isn't there? 
from the uh, from the Euros. <laughs> I think that was for England as well, so it doesn't count, does it? Yeah. <laughs> you can take the player out of Spurs, but you can't take Spurs out of the player. <laughs> big, yeah, big one nil win for Bournemouth, though, isn't it? That's huge, huge. And yeah. it just makes the bottom of that table just so much more interesting still. Yeah. Like, and Southampton got a good point as well, didn't they, yesterday? 13th, where... Um, oh, we're talking over each other now. Oh, sorry. What sorry. did you say? Sorry, so this is this is the joy of teams. I can't hear it sometimes. What did you say, mate? I said, and Southampton got a good joy yesterday, didn't they? Uh, they did, yeah, they did. And yeah, Casemiro, another red card. Red card, yeah. For four games now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Four game ban. So that's two red cards, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Granite Casemiro. Four game ban. Love it. I did see something. And they actually. need him, really. They're not the same team without him, are they? They're not. Rate than that. It's not. But stats-wise, so once he comes back, he's going to have a run of 10 games where he's suspended for seven of them, sent off in two of them, and the other one was a 7-0 loss. Yeah. <laughs> What's a run of games for him? <coughs> wow. That's embarrassing, isn't it? Isn't it? And apparently he's never had a red card up until now, up until this season. I can't believe that. I mean, it might be true, but I saw the way he played for Real Madrid. It was even worse. It was like the Sergio Ramos of the midfield. Just going around <laughs> and decking anyone that came close. Yeah, not good. Um, uh, Everton beat Brentford, sorry, yeah. didn't they? 1-0 at the three o'clocks. That was, that was a, a first-minute goal again, wasn't it? It was, it yeah. Was. Another early goal. And then fuck all happened throughout the rest of the game, really. Sounds about right for Everton and Brentford. <laughs> but no, good three points for them. It's just, I mean, I, I actually quite like Sean Dyke. Obviously, don't really like Frank Lampard. So all the time he was in charge, I was loving the Everton losses and sitting in the, the relegation zone. Yeah, but, Benji's, um, a, Benji's a fan of them going down, isn't he? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm torn now because I really like Sean Dyche. Oh, you like Sean Dyche as well? Yeah, yeah. I, I think Sean Dyche, he's a, he's a proven Premier League manager, isn't he, Will? So... Yeah, yeah. Um, Leeds drew with Brighton 2-2. <laughs> Just swiftly move on. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know I'm surprised at that result, actually. I thought Brighton would do a bit better. I think you've got Leeds on a on a new manager bounce. Mm. And and with the lower colour clubs, that doesn't tend to be that they're going to go in and, and, and win a few consecutive games. They're going to get a couple of draws. They're going to they're going to do what they're doing. Um, good to see Bamford get on the score sheet. I know it was a wicked deflection, but that was quite a nice little nice little goal for him. Yeah, it's, that's uh, a morale boost back in for action. him, isn't it? Yeah, good but, player. I like Bamford. And and I saw McAllister being linked to Arsenal because I think because of who I follow and everyone's linked to Arsenal. But they were quite in figures of 60 million. I mean, if Enzo cost 105, McAllister's got to be 145. <laughs> but it depends on the contract, doesn't it? If he's only got yeah, three years or a year left in his contract, then he he yeah. won't. So, um, but that was, that was a weird one on the Brighton players that you guys are, are stealing. You're like you're like Liverpool were to Southampton all those years ago. Yeah, yeah, we, we <laughs> are doing Trossard, that. Lately. Moses Casado. So Moses Casado signed a new deal. Yeah, he did. I'm sure yeah. you're still, there's still probably a, a little clause in there that says if Arsenal come back, can I please go? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine that. I think that's. Uh, I need to protect uh, the the transfer fee there, so bump him up for another another year, <laughs> higher salary and stuff. I'll stay to the yeah. end of the season, but yeah, then make Arsenal pay. 
But yeah, no, you're you're right. That's weird, actually. Like we signed a couple of players now from Brighton. They seem to be doing pretty well. So yeah, I'm up yeah, for that. Keep Trussard. going. Trossard was a, a bit of a no-brainer, really, wasn't it? Twenty, what was it? Twenty mil, twenty-five mil, something like that. Uh, I think it goes up to thirty. I think with like fees and bonuses and stuff like that. But like, I I wasn't a a big fan of it. I thought, oh, I don't really know. Kind of does a job for half a season, maybe a season or whatever. But the way he played at the weekend, like hat trick of assists in the first half, he was just unplayable. Was he? Just brilliant, just whipping it in from that left side every time, just swapping positions with Martinelli in the centre and the left between the two of them. It's just what Martinelli and Jesus does, and I thought, oh, mm. this is brilliant. So yeah, yeah Trossard, yeah, Trossard was great. Mar- Martinelli was great. Saka again had a fantastic game. Thomas Party man controls that middle of the flat park so well. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. Keep yeah, bang on like I said about bedding in, like Thomas Party, he didn't have a great first season with you, no, did he? He was injured a lot, though. That's the problem. He was very start stop. He did, yeah. He did right, wasn't he? He didn't play massively well, did he? He wasn't the best, but this season, I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, how long have you had him for now? Three years? Nah, two. No, this is second two, season. Second season, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's only his second season. I think, uh, did we sign him in January? I don't think so, I think it was yeah, it summer. summer. Yeah, so I'm sure it's only his second season. But because he's staying fit for longer, he's getting a run of games, he's used to it. Obviously, he's had a year to bed in, it's the way we play as well. I think all the players are, have generally lifted as well, so I think it makes everybody better because of that. Yeah. Absolutely quality performance in that. In yeah, that was 3-0 a fantastic, win. fantastic 3 But, I don't want to take take it away from us too much, but Fulham weren't the same Fulham we've seen this season, though. Without Polina, they're they're nothing, are they? He uh, really holds that team together. Yeah, he really does. They just yeah, they just seem completely out of shape, out of sorts. They had a few sniffs of chances, but nothing, sort of anything to to be sort of concerned about. I think they hit the post once or hit the bar, um, but I still wasn't that concerned. I thought, oh, that was that was alright. Mm. So it's just a whole different and- mindset. City got three points to to keep us at, at five away with a Haaland penalty. They did, they did. Um, <coughs> missed the target a few on a few occasions, didn't they? Had some good opportunities, but but didn't convert. Yeah, I mean, as Gav said, you know, they're holding in still. They said they are still scraping those wins together, like you'd expect them to do. You know, that every, everyone can't be you know sensational all season. Everyone's a bit of a blip, but they tend to have their blips. Well, they still get at least a point, or or, or actually get the win. So they're, mm. they're doing all right. Yeah, Just, you guys are you guys are winning the games that you know a year, two years, three years ago you'd lose. You know, like mm. you would have struggled to pull them away before, where you just literally swept them away. I mean, you're getting the points where what was it, Bournemouth two 0 down, ninety seventh minute winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brilliant. You know, fantastic, Just, wasn't it? So unfair. Um, but no, so I don't, I just, I can't, I look at the fixture list. You've got City to play. Yeah. But um, you've got, well, have you got Liverpool away? Yeah, City and Liverpool away. So it's yeah. only, I just can't see you, like you don't, you used to, even when you had Wenger, you had that soft spot for the teams lower down the league. When you you, you get a bit roughed up and you you tend to sort of drop points. But I don't think you've got that in you this year. So it really is relying on 
the big teams trying to stop you. Have you got Chelsea to play? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got Chelsea. We still, we have got a tricky run in. We have got a tricky run in. We've got Chelsea, so Liverpool, hope Brighton, City. So there's there's definitely some games there, but you know, we 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 go in more confidently than we ever I think probably ever have done, apart from the Invincibles, to be honest. So yeah, it's it's looking good for us. It's looking good. Who's um, next for you? Um, Palace. Is it Palace? Away. Yeah. Palace away? Uh, no, Palace. Uh, we're at home. Yeah, so that was that. I think Palace at Selhurst Park is a completely different animal to Palace coming to your ground. Yeah, they're I like, um, like Forest, aren't they? Yeah, Forest are very good at home, but away they're just, you know, they're just nothing really. Um, but yeah, talking of Forest, uh, you you guys beat them free run. Yep. At the Arctic um, Shanks Arena. I think it, I didn't. I, I yes, I tried to go to that one. I didn't. Um, couldn't bring myself to pay the money, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Gutted, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, but no, so it seemed it seemed fairly um, easy. Um, certainly, the first half they were on top, and obviously, as you pointed out, Richarlison got that goal rudely taken off of him by the. Um, he was offside. The width of his. Pubic hair, I think it was. Um, <laughs> he did take his but, shirt um, off, though, so that was nice. Seeing him celebrate sorry? twice. Sorry? He took his shirt off to celebrate, though, so that was nice. He'd done it twice this season. Yeah. Against yeah, Forest. so... Well, you want, you want to get something out of it, don't you? If you don't get a, if you don't get a goal, get a yellow card. Because you know? <laughs> um, then you've got... You've got, a, you've, you know, got something to take home. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great record for him. Um, but no, by all accounts, you guys looked actually a little bit better. Um, a little so, bit better, but we could have still, you know, thrown it away. Fraser Forster saved the penalty at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, so good save that he made a couple of good, couple of good saves actually. Well, this this is exactly it. You know, we could, we got that three 0 and we should have pushed on and really put the game to bed. Um, and if it wasn't for the goalkeeper at home to Nottingham Forest to have scored what four goals away from home all season, it could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, yeah, I just, I, something's got to change there, and I think it will be the manager. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure if no one comes to give Harry Kane, if no one pays the money that Levy wants for Harry Kane, he will end up staying there because Levy won't sell him. Yeah, and then he can go wasted. for free in the summer. I think he'll stay another season. Um, just if, if I think he'll get a move to like United or, or Chelsea, to be honest. Um, I think that's best for him. He'll still get the goals. I don't think it'll be even broad. He wants to get that that Premier League goal scoring record. I think yeah. he's kind of. I mean, it's obviously a big thing, but I think he's probably just like I'm not going to win anything here, so I either move or I just go for my own records. Potentially, yeah. I don't think he's he comes across that way, but I think that would have definitely crossed his mind. So you never know. But I think he could do a good job at Chelsea, um, who who actually beat Leicester three one. Yep. Yeah. But I think that was more because Leicester were shit than Chelsea were good. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably. But they still, you know, they still got to score. The fact that they've not scored basically any goals this season, or since Potter came along, that's got to be a a bit of a booster for them. So fair play to them. Yeah, Yeah, a couple of wins back to back now. Chelsea, it's got to be just a matter of time, surely, isn't it? When you've got that, that much 
talent. Oh, it's absolutely. It's just a matter of time until they start clicking. Yeah, it's um, got to be. It, it, but yeah, by all accounts, Leicester were poor, very poor. Um, and I might, I, I, I sort of, I saw the highlights, but I, I mean, correct me if I was wrong, but I didn't think that was a red card. No, I didn't know what he was sent off for. Yeah, he <laughs> I still of, don't really know. He went to a block, <laughs> and the Chelsea player sort of kicked him from what I yeah. saw. It seems, yeah. it seems bizarre. It seems bizarre that, you know, you could make a mistake, can't you? But then when it goes to VAR and you have a look at it and then you're just like, you know, that is a red card. Or, yeah, it seems really bizarre. I didn't think it was a red card. It was harsh. Jehu's but, so that didn't help Leicester. Um, Jehu's, I think, did what well, was a red card. Casemiro. His was 100% a red card. Yeah, we just spoke about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just, just saying his definitely was a red card, though. Uh, then, I think I've just seen a notification actually to come in to say um, Man United are going to challenge it. I think. No, come on. Oh no, sorry, will not appeal. Man oh. United will not appeal. That's we get so. trying to multitask, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then West Ham Villa, I think was the fight was the last game that we've not covered yet. One all. Bit of a nothing. I mean, I did get that right on the predictions, which was. Was quite nice actually, wasn't it, Will? That was your yeah. That you you two you won by two points in the predictions cup this week, and that was the reason why. Otherwise, I was a point ahead. Clawing back slowly. I don't know whether yeah. there's enough time, but I'll, I will get there. I will get there. Um, just I mean, just a, a final thing. We are sort of running out of time here now. Um, quick fire questions uh, for you, Gav. Who's your yep. your bottom three to go down? Uh, <clears throat> bottom three to go down. Um, I think Southampton, I think Bournemouth, and just my heart will take over on this one. West Ham. Ooh, okay. And do you think Tottenham will get top four? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I think they might sneak it. I don't know, but I think I just part of me doesn't really care. I feel like that so at this point in time as a Spurs fan, like I just feel like the season's over. I don't really care. I just want to get to the summer, have a rebuild, new manager, and go again. Um, and I think we're seeing one of the benefits of not being in the Champions League with you guys having that sort of freedom to really push on in the league. Mm. Um, with your strongest sort of squad playing every Saturday. Um, so I don't know, but I think for that reason, they might. And also, we've got Liverpool Man United to play, but other than that, I know every game's a hard game in the Premier League, but we're not going away to the Emirates. We're not going away to City. We're not going away to Chelsea. Games that we would probably never, well, apart from City, we seem to have managed to do all right against them. Um, <laughs> yeah, but games that we probably wouldn't think we'd get any points from. So in, in respect to that, we've got a relatively simple run-in. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, um, yeah, go on. Yes, yes, they'll get top four. Fair play. I, I, 
I appreciate and admire the the hopefulness in your voice there. Sorry, that wasn't so quick fire. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, Gav, it's been a pleasure having you on today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, I just need you to remember to uh, hashtag drop the pod this week. Make sure you tell your friends. Tell your 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 dentist, your doctor. Tell tell anyone really. Oh yeah, probably be at the doctor soon. Actually, (laughs) I think we all will be at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Three out of four corners of the uh, of the waiting room, uh, but no, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, and Thanks, uh, I'll catch you soon. Will, as always, no worries, see cool. you next week. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Take care, guys. Bye. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Uh, please, if you can, give us a five star review on your podcast provider and help us to hashtag drop the pod.